This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. We'll go to the fourth. 15 runs scored here through the first three innings. And Doc, I'm not sure we're going to get home by midnight tonight the way this thing is going. Yeah, no kidding. I, I like the way the Cougs are scoring, but uh, let's get you. You do not score so many and not make this thing turn into a 20 to something game. Jackson Clough will be the hitter for BYU. New pitcher for the Wolverines is number 37. That's Matt Dalkey, a uh, junior tra- junior college transfer out of Central Arizona. 511, 188. Yeah, he started the first game against us this year. So Dalkey on in relief. And Jackson Clough will lead it off. Jackson won for two today, single in the first. Popped up to the shortstop in the second inning. And the first pitch on the outside corner for a call strike. A couple of scores from uh, midweek games around the conference. Uh, Nevada beat St. Mary's come from behind 6-5. That was played over in Reno. Pepperdine got it going a little bit, 11-6 over Minnesota today after taking two of three from San Diego. And uh, Fresno State leading Pacific 4-0, that game in the top of the first. Loyola Marymount playing uh, San Diego State, two teams the Cougars will play later in the year. No score, and also Cal Fullerton, San Diego, no score. That game also in the first. And Nevada scored two runs in the bottom of the ninth to come back and beat St. Mary's. Pitches outside, ball three. It looks like San Francisco and California play later tonight yeah, in the Bay Area. Cal and, yeah. uh, and then this weekend, uh, Portland at BYU, Gonzaga at Pepperdine, Santa Clara at uh, Cal State Northridge. St. Mary's at uh, Cal Poly and San Francisco, San Diego Pacific at LMU. So a couple of teams taking the week off uh, this next weekend. Cougars will be in action against the uh, Portland Pilots, who currently have... Uh, They've won more games than anybody in the conference. They have 15 wins against six losses as uh, Clough fouls that pitch off. Yeah, and they've had some great wins, too. They beat Oregon earlier in the year, and Oregon has, like, number seven RPI in the country right now. So we play them next week. But, uh, yeah, they're really playing well. Three balls, two strikes to count to Jackson Clough. Dalkey's pitch, one hopper right at the shortstop. Howell's got it, throws high, gets away from the first baseman. That'll be an error on Howell. E6, I think a good throw would have had him easily. Yeah, interesting. I mean, he had all the time in the world and just lobbed it. And <coughs> Polson tried to get up and catch it, but by that time, Clough had beaten it and get a leadoff runner on again. They'll bring Austin Deming to the plate. He has uh, flown out and singled. So Deming will step in. DHing in tonight's game for BYU. Cougars looking to answer the Wolverines' four runs here in the top of the fourth inning. And the pitch to Deming is down low, ball one. Yeah, Brent, you just never know what you're going to get in midweek baseball, you know. We've, uh, Cougars have really never have had a midweek starter. Um, <coughs> but uh, so it's kind of been always just a staff day and – Never know what you're going to get offensively in those games and on the mound. 1-0 pitch is down low. Quick throw to first base and back in safely is the base runner, Jackson Clough. We talked a little about high school baseball in the state of Utah. What do you think, really, as a a collegiate coach and as you travel around and see kids play? Yeah, I love high school baseball in Utah. Some of the best players the Cougs have ever had have been local guys. And there's some really good talent and really good coaching in this state. And I'm a little bit biased because, hey, I was a high school coach in this state. I'm from this state. But there's some good baseball around the country. But some of our top prospects in the country, we have three or four local guys that are nationally ranked in their position this year, which means there's some really good players in this state. Two balls and a strike. Cougars have signed a a few of those guys for next year already. Pitches a little looper right field. That ball is going to drop in for a base hit. Deming is going to try for, no, and now he's going to try, no, 
He's going to try to get back as the ball gets away from Hal, the shortstop. On bad throw by the right fielder. Cougars are going to score a run. Yeah. Deming, a big turn would have been out by a mile, but a bad throw got away from the second or the shortstop. Hal. Yeah, I mean, hit and run executed, got it down the line, but because the right fielder is so shallow, he cut that off. Deming thought, oh, that's a double, because usually in every other field it would be a double. Um, but the right fielder cuts it off, and he was out by a mile with the round turn, but looks like Howe looked up. And because he looked up, it got underneath his glove, and, and Jackson was able to keep running, and he scored. I'm not sure who they're going to give the air to, Howe or the right fielder, Marco. But the Cougars score the 10th run. And the first pitch to uh, Mitch McIntyre is inside ball one. McIntyre 0 for 2. He's flown out twice, both times to right field. Mitch McIntyre out of Tooele, sophomore. He's a left fielder. He's a DH. He's a pitcher for BYU. He does it all. Swing and a miss. One ball and one strike. And it seems like to me maybe that first game of the series would be the one that they, they might have a little more tendency to put him at DH. Yeah, it really depends on what the, the rotation's going like. That's true. How much confidence you've got. I think he... Was it the, yeah, it was it was the second, second game? Because you got, you got right. Woody going on game one. That's right. It is the second game. That usually gets you about six or seven every right. start. Ball and a strike to McIntyre. Pitches down low, ball two. Yeah, but Randy Upton's a six foot six umpire, large human being behind home plate, so it's really hard to tell for me how low these pitches are because he covers that whole entire thing. He's one of the best guys in the state. He can really call balls and strikes. Imagine how tough it is for him to call that yeah. low low pitch. He's got to really get down, get a good look at it. Big cut by McIntyre. Just missed. Yeah, Fouled Rand, it straight back. Randy's a guy who's been around a long time, works in a lot of leagues. He's one of the best guys around. I, uh, I loved I, I love playing high school and college when he was behind the plate and in the field because he's just a really good umpire. Had, had kind of a freak accident last year and had an infection in his foot and almost lost his leg. But So it's nice to see him back working again. 2-2 pitch with a runner at first base. And McIntyre fouls this one down the first base side. Yeah, Upton's been around a long time, one of the good local umpires that you see Work a lot of collegiate baseball. I like his old-school vest that he wears when he's behind the dish. It's an old blazer. You know, he's not out there wearing the jacket. It's awesome. Two and two the count. McIntyre takes that one down low. As a, now as a, we, we know you've done some uh, umpiring. I mean, you've yeah. you, you mainly kind of gone, gone to the basketball now. Yeah, uh, I love the basketball. I but, love uh, officiating. Do you, do you pick up umpiring after the season's over? Uh, no, I don't. Baseball, just, there's just no time for us because yeah. in the summer we have summer camps. And I used to do it as a, as a youth all the time and in college. Thought about it, and but uh, now I just don't have the time. Three and two, here's the pitch. That's down low ball four. So the Cougars with a run in. There's been an error, two errors in the inning. A single and now a walk. And that will bring uh, Casey Jacobson to the plate. But what I do do really well, Brent, is I'm very critical of umpires. <laughs> yeah. I've noticed that over the years. <laughs> Even just the uh, short, you know, the two or three years we've yeah, worked. I yeah. mean, I, I've, no, I've noticed that about you. Yeah, I, I just want them to be good. You don't, ca- you yeah. don't let them catch a break. No. I'm, much, I'm much easier. Oh, you're the, you're the nice you guy. You're the nice guy. I'm the one that gets umpires texting me after the game saying, hey, thanks for being so mean. <laughs> Jacobson nah. steps in a strikeout and a pop-up for Casey. And here is Dalkey's pitch, and that is a curveball outside. This kid throws about 75% breaking pitches. And right now really having a hard time with the command of that pitch. Yeah, and if he can't throw that breaking ball, he doesn't trust his fastball. Now i got a timeout as the ball gets away from the Wolverine outfield, or bullpen. And that ball's hit pretty well. 
Center fielder going back. He's back about five or six steps, makes the play. Runners are both going to try to advance, and the runner at first base is thrown out. Mitch McIntyre. Boy, a great throw there by the center fielder right on the bag at second base. McIntyre thrown out, so a double play by the Wolverines. Yeah, Beltran with a fantastic throw. Deming's going to get there easy. Mitch with his speed thought he had a shot, but a perfect throw, one hop to the bag, beat him in time. And now instead of having, you know, first and third with one out, you now have a runner at third and two. Valdez will step in with a runner now at third base, trying to pick up that uh, 11th run for the Cougars, and the first pitch is outside, ball one. Abraham, two singles. He's two for two in the ballgame. Yeah, both both right up the middle, hard hard contacts. Abraham uh, came into the ballgame hitting at 250. Limited bats. He's probably jumped over the 300 mark with those two hits. And there's a curveball inside corner at the knees for call strike one. So a ball and a strike. And that ball has hit center field. Center fielder coming over into the right center field alley. Makes the play for the out. Cougars one run. One hit. Two errors. One man left. We are through three and a half. 10-6 BYU leading UVU on your new skin BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Go to the bottom of the fourth, 10-6, Cougars leading. The Wolverines, Lesser still on the hill for BYU. Cougars 10 runs, 10 hits. Kind of ran themselves out of that inning a little bit. As the fly ball double play, but I thought with McIntyre's speed, I thought it was a good move. I honestly thought that... uh, that's what he should have been doing. Yeah, I like the aggressive nature. You know, like you said, it definitely ran us out of the inning because the next ball would have been a sack fly and Demi would have scored. <laughs> but uh, sometimes, you know, you're aggressive and it just doesn't pay off. Lester's pitch. There's a ground ball hit to Clough in the hole. Jackson up with it. Boy, great play by Clough. Yeah, really good play. Clough has an outstanding arm. And uh, he's so athletic. He can play all four infield positions. He can play the outfield. So far, he's looked really good at short. Payson Hayes was the uh, hitter there, and a good play by Clough. Matthews has been the the freshman, has been kind of the guy out there at shortstop, but when you've got uh, the kind of uh, middle infielders that are on this team, which are included, you know, McNew and and Sue and all these guys, you know, that can really play play the game, uh, and Clough uh, certainly looks very comfortable out there. First pitch over for a call strike to Jake Berry. Strike two called on a breaking pitch. No balls, two strikes as uh, Jared Lesser on for his second inning of relief. And the 0-2 pitch just a little bit low for a ball. Yeah, I like that miss right there, 0-2. Lesser started against the Wolverines in Provo a couple of weeks ago. Gave up uh, one hit and an inning pitched. Here's the one-two pitch. There's another slow ground ball, this time out to Clough. No, Jacobson tried to slice in front of uh, Clough. Uh, Jacobson, I think, might have had a little easier play, but he just couldn't uh, get his glove on it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely his ball to cut that off. He got the better angle. But uh, tough play that you got to be able to make, and uh, tough to they're going to give him a hit on that. Yeah, big high hopper that uh, was hit uh, almost in an impossible place to make the play is uh, Cody Hall. He's two for two in the ballgame. Scored twice, has an RBI. And the first pitch from uh, Lesser is over for a strike. Boy, Lesser's curveball really 
Yeah, he's got command Dynamic. of that thing today. Cody Hall with a uh, 242 average coming into the ball game. Batting from the right side, senior for UVU. Last time he'll play against the Cougars. That pitch is uh, down low, and the count evens up at a ball and a strike. I coached Cody for one season at Salt Lake before I came over to the Y. He's a fantastic kid. He's a guy that was going to school full-time, playing baseball as a starting shortstop, and had a, had a job at night bagging groceries at Smith's. This is just fantastic. Married? Kid. He's not. I don't think he is married yet. He had a girlfriend. One ball, one strike. As Hall steps back in, that pitch gets away from Valdez, and the runner is going to move up to second base. Pitch that was in the dirt from Lesser, a wild pitch, and uh, Wolverines now have a runner in scoring position at second base. Well, really good base running right there by Barry. Ball in dirt and took off and got there in time. Two balls, one strike. Hall steps back, and the pitch, again, a pitch down low in the dirt. Valdez really having to work hard for Lesser here in the inning. Three balls and a strike. Cougars, uh, nobody in the bullpen right now. And the Wolverine bullpen also uh, empty. Both teams with a big uh, conference series this weekend. Just trying to get some guys some work here in this midweek game. That ball hit pretty well. Jelic coming in, however, makes the play for the out. Boy, Danny made that play look awfully easy. Yes, he did. Covered a lot of ground right there. Good read. Good jump on the ball. Two men out. Trevor Howell steps in. For those of you just tuning in, Trevor Howell got engaged during the middle of this game. At least it was between innings. Yeah, I've never seen that before, (laughs) though, during a game for a player that was playing in the game. (laughs) Howell struck out looking in the first and walked and scored in the third. There's a curveball up a little bit high. Howell squared to bunt and took the pitch up a little bit out of the zone. UVU three wins, 16 losses on the year. And here's the 1-0 pitch. Ball hit hard at Clough. Clough's got it. He's going to go to first base, and that will do it for the Wolverines in the inning. Utah Valley, no runs, one hit, no errors, and one man left. We're through four complete now. 10-6, Cougars leading UVU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Go to the fifth inning. Cougars uh, leading 10-6. Danny Jelilich will lead it off for BYU. Danny, good play defensively in the last half inning. There is a curveball. It just missed him. Thought it might hit him for ball one. Danny one of the fielder's choice in the second and scored. Walked in the third inning. And Jelich fouls that one off. And the count now one and one on Danny Jelich. Pitches uh, side for a ball, two and one. That one, is, I haven't seen too many pitchers throw that far behind somebody. That must have slipped out of his hand yeah. on the breaking ball. Let's see if he can get one over the plate. Two one pitch. Yep. That's over for a strike. Two and one the count. Danny Jelich, right-handed hitter, 6'3", 190, or 6'4", 
200-pounder. That ball is fouled over near the Wolverine dugout and on the third base side. Our next game will be Thursday night from Larry Miller Field as the Pilots of Portland come to town. Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday afternoon. Jelovich takes the 2-2 pitch down low, ball three. That's a really good take right there. Breaking ball low. Those are pitches that earlier in the year Danny was swinging at for strike three. See if he can win this battle. 3-2. Ball grounded foul down the wow. third baseline, and the bat ended up about, wow. what, 20 rows deep. Yeah, that's a metal bat that was snapped in half. Unbelievable. Well, we need to get that back for the warranty. Can't keep that one. Yeah, somebody better run to get that. That's an expensive uh, piece as that ball flew over the netting and about literally 15, 20 rolls back behind the dugout, the Wolverine dugout. Wow, unbelievable. Here's a 3-2. Jelic swings and misses at a fastball. Looked like it might have been a up and out of the zone a little bit. I think it was. One out. And Brian Sue steps in. One man out. And Sue steps in. Brian is two for two today with a walk. He's been on all three times as a pair of RBIs is uh, eighth and ninth of the year and has also scored one time. Here is the 1-0 pitch over for a call strike. Ball and a strike to Brian Sue. That's a little pop-up. Shallow center field second baseman going out. He's going to get there and make the play. Cody Hall for out number two. And Brian Call, who had a his first collegiate hit, a three-run home run, steps in. Brian Call flew out in the first inning, walked in the second, and then the three-run home run in the third inning. And the first pitch to call is over for a strike. Yeah, Matt Dalkey, the pitcher, went three innings against Cougars earlier in the season, gave up four hits, no runs. And that pitch is up high. A ball and a strike. That pitch is up high. Two and one the count. There's Brian Call, left-handed hitter, steps back in. Not a big kid, 5'8", 168. But he put a charge in that baseball. Yes, he did. Like high hopper down the... That is a foul ball. Boy, that was close to being fair. Yes, it was. Catcher made the play call, hesitated a moment when he realized that thing might come into fair territory. But uh, catcher came up through the ball in plenty of time to first base. But the home plate umpire, Randy, call, upped and throw, threw both his hands in the air, which means foul ball. Yes, it does. And and Call didn't know where it went. He kind of stood in the batter's box. So had Sims maybe let that go fair and might have got the the out. Here's a 2-2. Ball hit uh, two hopper out to the second baseman, Hall. He's got it. And the Cougars are retired in order here in the fifth. We're through four and a half, 10-6, BYU leading UVU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Let's go to the bottom of the fifth. Michael Beltran will be the hitter for UVU. Cougars lead 10-6 here in Orm. Last time these two teams will be playing. 
this year as uh, Beltran steps in and ball is grounded foul. And these uh, midweek games make so much sense, but when you're dealing with RPIs and, and trying to better your record, um, I know last year the Cougars beat up on the Wolverines pretty bad, and the RPI went up because of it. Yeah, it's, because it's, of the UVU uh, RPI. Yeah, it's just crazy the way that the RPI game works. I mean, there was a game where we won twenty-two to three here on the road, and we and we lost twenty-three points in the RPI for winning a game and dominating because they had a you know two hundred eighty RPI compared to our below hundred. So the RPI game's crazy, but. At the end of the day, when they, when these te- these two teams play, the RPI doesn't matter. It's just it's a battle. But in the long game of things, you know, it, it's actually a little bit of a hurtfulness. It, it hurts the record in the RPI playing this game. Win even when you win, and hurts it even worse if you lose. I know at times these two teams have played four times during the season. You know, home and away twice. There's a big high hopper, tough play. No, that ball was, I guess, a little pop-up. I thought that ball yeah, did too. bounced once. It looked like it did the way that that hop was. but That was weird. Yeah. So the second baseman, um, Brian Call out there, just patiently waiting for it. And it was just a little pop-up for out number one. Located right behind home plate here. Uh, kind of tough to pick that one up. As Marco Alexander steps in, he is homered and doubled. He's got four RBIs today. And the first pitch is uh, ball one. Alexander, a junior out of Las Vegas, hitting 343 uh, before the ball game began as he's had a great game for the Wolverines. Marco Alexander out of Cimarron Memorial High School. Played at Cochise College and now here as a JC transfer for uh, UVU. UVU, the last couple of years, have really relied on the JC transfer kids. Yeah, they really have. And Marco now has eight doubles, four, four home runs, and 14 RBIs on the year. So he's been their power guy. 2 1 pitch, a swing and a miss, 2 and 2 the count. Again, Lesser with that uh, breaking pitch, and uh, Jared Lesser. Getting some work as he works into his third inning here in Provo, or in uh, Orem. Lesser uh, now at uh, 35 pitches as that uh, ball is fouled straight back into the screen. Cougars have got uh, somebody up in the pen now. Can't tell for sure who it is. He's got a jacket on. but he's That's uh, Blake Inouye just looking at that yep. motion. Yep. So Inouye just uh, playing catch out there, and there is a pitch that hits. Marco Alexander just caught him on the uh, elbow guard. You could kind of hear that in the crowd, Mike. Man, it looks yeah. like uh, Keaton Kringlin snuck into the game. He's now at first base for Brian Sue. It's like he just barely came in this inning. Didn't see him earlier, Brent. Yeah, it must have just come in. So Kringlin. And the pitch is a little bit high to Drew Sims, the catcher. Sims is uh, 0 for 1 today. Does have an RBI. Got that on a sacrifice fly. Sun's pretty much got down here in uh, Orem. As Sims, the sophomore, steps back in. Curveball up a little bit high for ball two. Now Inouye's got the uh, the jacket off and beginning to throw a little more earnestly in the pen after uh, Alexander was hit. Two balls and no strikes. Here's the 2-0 pitch. That's up a little bit high. Ball three. Well, Coach Littlewood got to be pleased with the offensive performance tonight, but... Uh, Less than pleased with uh, with probably Weiss and Lesser as uh, we've seen them throw much better than they have here tonight. 
Yeah, a little disappointing because, I mean, you put up 10 runs, and that should be just an automatic win 90% of the time. But 3-0 uh, pitch, fastball over first strike. Tonight you still have yourself a four-run lead, but it's crazy how this game is, Brent. You know, we couldn't score a ton of runs this weekend. Pitching was fantastic. You know, you lose a couple of close games. You, you score runs, and all of a sudden the pitching's not as great. It's just such a close, crazy, weird game that these boys like to play. There's a swing and a miss. Ball gets past uh, the catcher, Valdez. And I'm not, I don't know what that happened there. That was weird. I thought it was a foul ball. but I thought it was a swing and a miss, and uh, I'm not sure how it got past Valdez. Yeah. But uh, the runner moves up. That'll got to be a pass ball into scoring position, and Drew Sims steps back in with a 3-2 count. Here's the pitch. Line drive right at Brock Hill and right. He'll make the play. The runner unable to advance at second base, so two men down. Good job by Lesser to come back after falling behind 3-1. And Mick Madsen will step in. First pitch is uh, outside for ball one. So, we, you know, we gave him the score of that uh, Nevada-St. Mary's game, but I just I just found out how it was. They were up one in the ninth, guy on first, two outs, 0-2 count, and the guy hits a triple to tie it, and when they tried to throw him out at third, they threw it into the dugout, and he scored the winning run. Crazy. That was uh, played over in Reno. Pitches up high, ball two. Two balls, no strikes, two men out. Runner at second base, 10 to 6. BYU leading UVU. And the pitch, ball fouled back into the screen. That seems like this inning, that fastball for Lester has really been working, but it's that breaking ball that he keeps missing high, which his breaking ball was so good last inning. So you need to get both those pitches going and work off your best pitch right here. I guess Lesser, you know, I've, I've watched him a couple times now. It's just about the command. It really is. When he can command that zone, he's got good stuff. That pitch way up high, fastball. Like you said, just uh, high with the fastball. He really relied on the curveball early in this uh, outing. Well, we'll mix Batten 184 right now. You just need to attack him and make him earn this RBI opportunity. Here's a 3-1 pitch. That's up high. So a walk to Madsen, and Cade Polson will come to the plate. And Mike Littlewood out. We're going to get a pitching change. We'll take a 90-second break. Be back with more Cougar baseball action on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Back here at... Uh, UCCU ballpark. Wolverines with runners at first and second base. Cougars bring in one of their better relievers in uh, Blake Inouye. So Inouye brought into the ball game. This will be the fourth pitcher the Cougars have thrown in. We knew it would be a staff-type day. Blake Inouye, uh, 3.86 earned run average. This will be his 10th appearance to lead the Cougars in that regard. 14 innings pitched, 15 hits given up, and only six runs. Opponents hitting 273 against Inouye. And Cade Polson, sophomore. He's out of Mapleton, Utah. He is 0 for 2 today, a strikeout and a pop-up. And Polson steps in with the Cougars leading by 4, 10 to 6, and the first pitch from Inouye. 
is an 87-mile-an-hour fastball. It's up just a little bit high for ball one. Two men out here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Final game between UVU and the Cougars this year. Cougars won the first one 5-1. There's a fly ball foul out of play down the right field line. Another crazy final, that Pepperdine game. Pepperdine gave up four runs in the eighth, six runs in the ninth to go down a run, and then scored two in the bottom of the ninth to win 13-12. Over Minnesota. Over Minnesota. Wow. Midweek baseball. One ball, one strike. Strike two called on the inside corner. Pepperdine hasn't played many games. They are 8-7 and seven coming into today's action. They played 15 games, and Portland has played 21 games. Usually it's just the opposite. Usually Portland yeah. gets rained out about yeah. half of their preseason action up there in the northeast, or northwest. Here's Inouye's 1-2. Good curveball. Polson checked his swing just in time, and the count now 2-2. Two and two. Yeah, I know Pepperdine went all the way out to Vanderbilt to play them in the four-game series, and I think they only got one game in. So that hurt them on some games there. Big spot right here for Blake to get out of this jam right here and put up a zero. Two balls, two strikes. Pitches a fly ball. Jelilich in center is going to get over there and get it and make the catch for the out. Wolverines are retired in the inning. No runs, hits, or errors. Two runners left. We're through five complete. And the score is 10-6. Cougars over the Wolverines on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back here as we go to the sixth inning. Brent Norton, Tuckett Slade, 10-6. Cougars leading the Wolverines. Brock Hale will lead it off for BYU. And he will go against uh, Matt Dalkey. Done a pretty good job against this Cougar team. First pitch curveball over for a call strike. Yeah, he settled the offense down a little bit. Only giving up one run here, going into his third inning of action. That ball hammered third baseman, however, on two hops. Madsen's got it. He'll throw to first for the out. Yeah, good play there by Madsen. One man out. And that will bring to the plate uh, Jackson Clough. Clough steps in. He is one for three today. Was on by way of an error. His last time up on the shortstop, Trevor Howell. Pitch is uh, over for a call strike. One and one the count. Clough, little looper down the left field line. Shortstop going out. Hal making a good play in foul right. territory. Great job by Hal. Got a good jump on that ball. Two men out quickly here for the Cougars. And Austin Deming, who is uh, two for three today, gets the start in that DH role and has uh, hit the ball well in the first inning. He flew out to deep center, single in the third, and then dumped one over the second baseman's head for another single in the fourth inning, or down the right field line anyway for a single. And he'll step in there with two men out. And the first pitch to Deming is over for a strike. Brent Dalkey's done a fantastic job coming in here. Here's the 0-1. That's over for a strike. 0-1-2 the count. Brent 
Yeah, Dalkey, the longer he's been out there, the more confident yeah. he's become. Just getting better and better. And he threw in the first game against the Cougars. The three innings of didn't give up a run. Pitches outside for a ball. And he's not a guy that's going to light up the radar gun. He's 84, 86, but he's got that little splitter changeup, little slider he's got. Just competes. Out of Phoenix, Arizona, North Canyon High School. 1-2 pitch. There's a ball hit to, from Deming out to the first baseman. He's got it. Dalkey at first base makes the play. And the Cougars are retired in order again for the second consecutive inning. We're through five and a half, 10-6. Cougars leading the Wolverines on your new skin BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Payson Hayes will lead it off against uh, Blake Inouye. Inouye got the last out in the fifth inning in the first pitch over for a call, strike one. Payson Hayes 0 for 2, a pair of ground outs. 1 to Casey Jacobson at third base and 1 to Jackson Clough at short. No balls and a strike. Good curveball drops in. Does Clough have a preference about where he would rather play? Do you know? Nah, I mean, he came in this, this fall wanting to win the shortstop job, and then Carson kind of beat him out a little bit towards the end. But uh, he just wants to play baseball. He said, get me in the lineup. Here's the 0-2. I know a strike three called on the inside corner. I know early he was playing a lot of second base, and lately he's been at third base. Yeah. He's looked really good at short tonight. Strong you arm. McNew, who is a short shortstop. Of course, Matthews, yep. you got... Sue was a shortstop in high school. I mean, you got shortstops all over the field. Casey was a shortstop yeah. in high school. It's, yeah, it's just Deming was a shortstop in high school. One man out, and Jake Berry steps in. He swings and misses for strike one. Here's the 0-1. Outside and low. So a ball and a strike. Wind blowing out toward right field as it's picked up since the uh, sun went down. Didn't have hardly any wind here early. And it's blowing straight across from the field from uh, the left field foul pole over to right as... uh, Jake Berry swings and misses. So a ball and two strikes. Well, he had a lot of fireworks here early in the first three innings. There's only been one run scored in the last three. Ball popped up and out of play. And in this ballpark, no lead is safe with this uh, short, so true. short porch on both sides. Well, we saw earlier today how just a, a hooked breaking ball can turn into a two-run home run just like that. One ball, two strikes. Barry out of uh, Lafayette, California, junior, steps in, and that ball is hit down to Casey Jacobson up and off of uh, Casey's arm. Well, and that's the worst part about this field. We were taking ground balls during BP, and it's like no ground ball is safe because once it leaves from the grass to the dirt, there's a natural lip there that they've never been able to repair and you never know what the ball's going to do, and they hop crazy. And there's one right there where it hopped up on him right there. And so, you, you know, you're going to give an air there to Casey. But yeah, uh, Normally a, a play like that, Jacobson makes oh, all yeah, day long. For sure. One man out, one man on, and Cody Hall steps in. Hall single in the first, single in the third, and then hit the long fly ball to center field in the fourth inning. That was caught. Pitch is a curveball. It drops in for a strike. Owen won the count with one man out. Cougars with a four-run lead. Cougars will take on Portland at Larry Miller Field on Thursday night, 6 o'clock. Pitch is down low, a ball and a strike. Thursday night at 6, Friday at 6, and uh, Saturday at 1. 
have all those games for you here on um, the BYU Sports Network and also uh, ESPN 960 AM. There's a line drive base hit. Football's going to drop in front of the right fielder, so the Wolverines will have runners at first and third with one man out, and Cody Hall with his third hit of the ball game. Yeah, good swing right there. Line drive to right. Brock cuts it off in the gap, but easily goes first uh, first to third. But you're able to keep that double play in order. But it's, it's amazing how often errors in this game come back and haunt you. You know, if you, if you make that play at third, now it's just a runner at first and two outs. No big deal. Trevor Howe steps in. He is 0 for 2 with a walk. Howe scored after walking in the third inning. As Blake Inouye trying to get out of this jam with runners at the corners. And one man out. Inouye's pitch, curveball that drops in over the outside corner for a call strike one. Cougars, as we've mentioned, off to their second best start in the history of BYU baseball, 13-5 and five right now. Wolverines, uh, three wins, 16 losses. And here's the 0-1 fastball fouled back. Wolverines win have uh, come against uh, Niagara. They also uh, beat uh, Fresno State in the first game of a doubleheader. And their other win was a doubleheader win against uh, UC Davis by a score of 4-2. They lost to Irvine here last weekend, 15 to nothing, 17 to 4 that was in 10 innings, and I think that game was tied going. It was. It was yeah, I mean, tied going into the 10th, they, and uh, I think uh, Irvine put 13 runs up in the in the 10th inning. Yeah, it was just a crazy ending. Curveball fouled off, and they, then they, uh, they lost game three by a score of 17 to four. They were up. They were up four to three in the ninth with two outs and runner on second, and they had an error that cost them that win that tied the game. Then they went to 10th, and then Irvine hit two grand slams. In the in the tenth inning and scored thirteen runs, just crazy. No balls, two strikes. The count to Trevor Howe. A big strikeout here, or a double play ball. Here's Inouye's pitch, just off the outside corner with a fastball, and a ball and two strikes now. 87 on the fastball there from uh, Blake Inouye. Here's the 1-2 pitch from Blake Inouye. Swing and a miss. I think he threw the change right there. And Trevor Hell way out in front of that pitch for out number two. And Beltran steps in. Beltran one for three. Had a single in the third inning. Beltran came in hitting at uh, 362 to lead this Wolverine team. That's a big strikeout right there. Now you got to go get him, and, and and so that Casey can go back in the dugout and and not be kicking himself because of that air. Here's the first pitch to Beltran. That's outside for ball one. Yeah, and Beltran's been hot this year. He's been killing it. Yeah, Beltran, uh, 69 at-bats coming in, 25 hits, six extra base hits, three doubles, three triples. And here is the 1-0. Changeup just misses inside. 2-0 the count. This is where he's really good. He's really good in plus counts when he gets fastballs in his count. He doesn't miss them. There's a pitch, and that's down low, ball three. 
Marco Alexander, who's had a huge night on deck. He's got four RBIs and two extra base hits. Yeah, he's the guy you don't want to face him. Tie and run no. at the plate. Already has six ribbies on the day. Oh, four of the six. 3-0 pitch. That's outside ball four. So Dawson's coming up. Well, this is how big innings happen, Brent. You have an air, a single, and a walk, and next thing you know, they're one out at, they're one hit away from tying this thing up. In this ballpark, which is well, Dawson's already hit one out today. Kind of wrapped it around that left field foul pole. I think that's actually less than three hundred feet away. Oh, it definitely is. So is right field. I think that's why they don't put the the markings up on the on the wall. It's a big spot in the game right here. Here's the pitch from Inouye. Slow curveball drops in for a strike. Good start. Get ahead right there, 0-1, and then work off your pitch. If you're going to miss, you're going to miss down. You don't want to let him get anything elevated. You saw how they when, when Brady hung the, the, the slider, he just kind of one-handed out of here. He's a strong kid with a lot of pop. He's got four home runs on the year. Well, if you're the uh, Wolverines, this is the guy you want up in this situation. It definitely is. He's two for two. He was hit by a pitch the last time up. And here's the pitch from Inouye. Ball one hopper out to the second baseman. And a bad throw to first, and that's going to be another error on the Cougars. And they're going to throw the runner out at third base. And the Cougars got out of the inning, but One the run, run does score. score. Yeah. Cougars two errors in the inning. An easy play for a call. And he just kind of came up and short-armed that he ball did, to first yeah. base. Cougars fortunate there. But the uh, Wolverines do score one. Ten to seven now the score. Through six innings on your new skin BYU Sports Network. <laughs> 